This is Real Love Now, a ministry outreach of Pastor Don Allen in the Church at War Hill. As with every aspect of our ministry, the purpose of this broadcast is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him and His children, and discover your destiny now. Here's the message from Pastor Don Allen. I want to bring you a message today entitled Tag Team. Tag Team. How many got your wrestling ready this morning? Amen. All right. Romans chapter 8, verse number 26. I've enjoyed our time. We still have several verses to go in this chapter. I think it's probably the the first time uh, in a long time, that, uh, or maybe ever, that I've spent so much time in one chapter. Uh, Now we're we're almost probably about six, seven weeks into this. And uh, the Lord's just speaking to us line upon line and verse upon verse. Romans 8 and 26. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Now that's just that's almost enough right there, isn't it? Amen. I said the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants for us to pray for. Have you ever felt that way? God, I just tell me what you want. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this testimony that we've already seen, that Jesus paid it all. Speak to us through your word now. Thank you for what you have done and you're going to do in this place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, you know, thinking about 24 years, I, I, I had a little bit of a trip down memory lane this week, uh, thinking about what uh, was established here 24 years ago. You know, I, I was in a period of time in my life where I was desperately seeking the will of God, desperately seeking God for what He wanted, what His plan was for not only my life, but for a church that we had planted. I was asking God for His will. I think it's amazing. The Bible says the Holy Spirit's working for you in ways you don't understand to bring you into line with God's perfect will. We were trying to figure out what God wanted, and, and I had no clue what God was up to. All I knew was God had moved me to a county that I had not even planned on being in. God had brought me to somewhere I, I, I didn't had no idea that I would stay in. had no clue what God was up to. All I knew was we wanted to know what God's will was. So we're seeking God's will, and we don't know what the next step is. And I was visiting my brother, and he lives just off Warhill Road. And as I was visiting my brother, uh, we were, I think, headed to our hometown. And so we would have come out and turned left on 53 to head towards Gainesville to go up north. And as, as we were headed out, I noticed a small church here on this property. And, and I, I looked over and I saw that it was non-denominational. And, and I thought, you know, well, they're non-denominational. We're non-denominational. I probably should visit and just get to know them. And I'll never forget how clearly the Holy Spirit of God spoke to me, just, just as clear as, as I've ever heard. He spoke to me and he said, you are not to contact those people. So what did I think automatically? I said, they must be a cult. I didn't have a clue how good of people they were. But I knew that God had spoken to me clearly. And so I, I listened to the Holy Spirit and, and didn't contact them. And, and I thought about uh, uh, what... God was doing as I look back now. 
Assuming that something must have been wrong, I, I, I didn't understand when God eventually brought us together, a church plant and a church that formed a new church called War Hill. I, I didn't really understand what was, was happening, and, and I, I was seeking God, and, and I began to hear the leaders, Louie and Alan, as they were talking about uh, uh, what they had been through during the period of time uh, as God was, was forming them, and they actually had, had, had to take over and run the church at the exact same time that I felt led to start a church, and, and as, as those two were trying to, 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 to head toward each other. We all went through a process. And as we were going through that process, it, it amazed me as they told me how many people had come and said, this is God's will for this church. How many people had come and had said, God told me to be your pastor. And how many people had, had deemed themselves, how many of you understand that not everyone who says this is God's will is speaking for God? And, and, and I, I was comparing what they were saying against where I was with God saying, you're not to contact those people. And I began to understand exactly what God did because what had happened was of the families that were here, one of them had visited and a few weeks later that they felt led to actually hold service, close service here and come to where we were having service. And then a few weeks later, we closed and came here for service. And, and I watched what God had done because instead of making something happen ourselves, we watched as the Holy Spirit brought something together as he was working. And, and if I had made contact, I could have just been just another pastor wanting what they had. And I was so thankful that the Holy Spirit guides our every step. You see, in this passage, we see that the Holy Spirit is interceding on our behalf to put us in the place of God's will for our lives. And here's the truth. I want you to get this. You're taking notes. I want you to get this this morning. The Holy Spirit wants you to be in the perfect will of God as much or more than you want to know God's will for your life. The Holy Spirit wants to be working in your life and bringing you into a place. Many people go, I don't know what God wants. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't, I don't know who I'm supposed to marry. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what about my job decision. And we're desperately, desperately crying out for some kind of answers. But you need to come to the truth to understand that the Holy Spirit wants you more in line with God's will than you're asking to be in line with God's will. He's working for your good. I was going through a time and I didn't even understand what God was doing. I had no clue what God was doing. And people will say to me now, can you, can you, can you imagine what God did? Can you imagine how that God was going to work all this? I said, I had no clue what God was going to do. All I knew was I desperately wanted to be in line with what He was doing. See, the Holy Spirit isn't just praying for us. He's praying through us. This usually happens when we are believing God for something that is greater than we are, and that's something I want to talk to you about today at the end of this service. Before you woke up this morning, and after you go to bed tonight, I want you to understand the Holy Spirit is interceding and was interceding for you. He was interceding for you before you, He wanted you to win today. The Holy Spirit, my goodness, I feel God in what I'm about to say. The Holy Spirit wants to empower you so that what tripped you up yesterday will not trip you up today, that so that it will become a think of your past as you look forward to what God has for you in your future. I want you to understand this. You see, in order to follow the Holy Spirit the way that you need to, you need to learn to trust God. You need to learn to truly trust God because God has wisdom beyond your knowledge. I want you to get this. He has power beyond your strength and He has favor beyond your ability. How many of you will testify with me? Favor isn't fair. Come on, amen. God wants to bless you. And I thought about how many of us spend a great deal of time 
wrestling with the right decisions. Any of you ever feel like you're in the middle of something and it's more like a wrestling match than anything? You're wrestling with the right decisions. You're trying to do God's will. You're trying to find out what God wants you to do. You're trying to line it with God's plan. You're trying to line it with all that God has for you. And, and you find yourself standing on the mat, the wrestling mat of life, and you're faced with these decisions and you're struggling. But before long, you find yourself pinned and you hear the count time and time and time again as you lose another match and another match and another match and another. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You feel like you've missed your opportunity again, again, and again, and again. Or you've struggled, and you've sinned, and all these problems. But I, you know what? I, I've never been a huge fan of wrestling. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, you know, that TV wrestling, not a huge fan. Well, should I say male soap operas? But I remember when I was a boy watching wrestling. And there would be that one, somebody say, wrestling? Is it wrestling? All right. Wrestling. Wrestling. All right. Excuse me. All right. I remember, David, I know it's not real wrestling. All right, I know it's not, but the TV wrestling. I remember when that one guy would have that guy pinned down. I mean, he's got him. He's just wailing on him in the middle of the ring, and, and it seems like nothing's going to happen. But all of a sudden, out of the sidelines, from the dark of the building, comes running one of his teammates. How many of you remember? You know what I'm talking about? And they come out there, and usually they got to go, oh, or something like that when they come out, you know, and they jump up, and they're, they're doing what? They grab hold of the ring, and they're not allowed in until they are tagged in. They can't jump in the ring. Some of you are going, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen you. you no, I'll deal with a lie next week. Come on now. Amen. You know, I had never watched very much of it, but Bill Goldberg, when he lived here in Dawsonville, he was a good, he was a good friend of the family. I actually gave stuff to our church here, very generous. And, and so I, I, I would, uh, uh, you know, I just had to check it out to see if he was, how he was doing. But, uh, uh, you know, they're standing there and, and, and they're stretching with all that's in them. They're stretching. They're stretching in. And as they're stretching in, just trying. If the enemy had any, any knowledge over there, he'd turn and push them away. But normally they're reaching with all that's in them just for the tag. And the moment they tag, the moment their fingers touch, all of it, my goodness, I feel the Holy Spirit, what I'm about to say, all of a sudden, a fresh warrior comes across the ropes, jumps in, pulls the enemy off, and begins the battle because they've been tagged in. I thought about how many times we find ourselves in the throes of the battle. We're against circumstances that are out of our league, and we're, we're a lightweight, and they're heavyweight problems, and they're heavyweight struggles, and it's trying to pull us under. But the Spirit of God is calling out to us, going, just tag me into this problem. Just, just tag me in, because a fresh warrior wants to come into your life, and he wants to pull the enemy that's been counting you out and pushing you down, wants to pull him off of you and give you the ability to become the champion that God's called you to be. I want you to understand something plain. When you're on a tag team with the Holy Spirit, you are never out of your league. Let me just say that again. I don't care what problem you're facing. I don't care what diagnosis you've received. I don't care what struggle. I don't care what came in the mail. I don't care who walked out and who did this. When the Holy Spirit of God becomes your partner in this life and you walk with Him and you tag Him, in, I, I, somebody just needs to get to that point. You fought all you can fight. It's time for you to reach out your hand as far as you can reach and say, Holy Spirit, I need you to take over. Amen. Amen. See, the Holy Spirit knows everything. He knows everyone, and He is interceding on your behalf. He doesn't jump in so you can win. He jumps in so you can get your life in line with the will of God. 
Amen. See, when you begin to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you will realize there is nothing that is out of your league. Nothing that is out of your depth. For when you have the Holy Spirit on your side and on the inside, the outcome of the match is always for your good. We must learn to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. We must learn to depend on our partner in this battle, the one that God has sent to equip us. Because you've got to understand something. Our prayers are limited by our lack of knowledge. This may not shock some of you, but this, 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 when I typed this out, it really just grabbed hold of me. You see, you know why I need the Holy Spirit? Because we don't know what we don't know. I mean, we can psychoanalyze the stock market and, or, you know, or you watch all the stuff from, you know, what's happening in our community and put it all together and go, okay, well, I think if I make this decision, do that. No, no, no. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the problems that are going to arise. We don't, we may think we know who's going to be president. We don't know. We don't know what we don't know. But the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us, searches all things. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 10. You need this verse in your life. But it was to us that God revealed these things by His Spirit. For His Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. You see, the Holy Spirit searches as in a search engine. I remember a time in my life that if you needed guidance, you asked the Holy Spirit. If you didn't know an answer, I'll never forget sitting in, in Bible college, Christina sitting beside me, and, and they were giving us uh, uh, our homiletics class on how to prepare a sermon, and, and, and she leaned over to me and said, you already do this. And I said, the Holy Spirit taught me this. You see, the Holy Spirit used to be where we'd go when we didn't know what to do. Now, Siri... Hi, Don. What can I do for you? Now we ask the Holy Spirit rarely and Siri often. I don't know where I am. I don't know where to... Here's my favorite statement to her. Take me home. I'll be somewhere I don't know what's happening. You see, most of us, we used to have to ask the Holy Spirit because we didn't know where to go. We didn't know what to do. There was no step-by-step -step direction. Now, somebody will tell a, 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 an illustration. We'll pull it out and fact check it right there. You should see us all at lunch. Somebody shares something about somewhere else. Like, is that real? Instead of depending on the discerning of the Holy Spirit. That's a simple truth, but it's, but it's truth. You see, we used to rely on the Holy Spirit. I don't know where this story's coming, but I'll, but I'll never forget this day. Never forget this. I was driving down Highway 9 just as I was coming past uh, where Bethlehem and all meets there. I'm coming down Highway 9, and as I'm driving down, I, I, come, I came to the spot where Billy Howell uh, Ford is there on the right, and, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God said, turn, and, I, and it's Piney Grove Road, turn, boom. And I said, I, I, I don't want to go that way, Lord. I, I'll tell you, I remember the conversation. I don't want to go that way, Lord, because uh, that gets me back to work faster. I was in high school. I didn't want to get back faster. I was on an errand for the work. I don't want to get back faster. I'm getting paid. I want to take as long as possible. And the Spirit said, turn now. So I, I just whipped it in on that road. And it was in the middle of the dead middle of one of the hottest summers that we'd ever had. And I'm driving down that road. 
As I'm driving down that road, I'm thinking, I don't know why I'm coming this way. And all of a sudden, I noticed a beautiful woman standing on the side of the road in the middle of that heat. And I knew God had sent me down that road. Now let me qualify that statement. And as I pulled up beside my wife, and she said, baby, the car has broke down. I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because not only was she there, but there was a little baby that she was keeping with her in the middle of a 90-something degree day. And I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, we need to learn there's a voice that never runs low on power. There's a voice that never says, I can't perform that right now. His hand is not shortened and that he can always deliver you. You see, the most powerful search engine, Google, crosses 20 billion websites every day and performs 100 billion searches per month, but that doesn't compare to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows all. There's nothing He doesn't know. He knows the number of hairs on your head before and after the shower. He knows your thoughts and your desires. You name it, God knows it. So if he knows all, why is he searching all? And that's a pretty good question. If he knows all, why is he then searching all? See, the Holy Spirit searches to reveal what we need to know when we need to know it. I want you to get that. The Holy Spirit searches to reveal what we need to know or what we need to know when we need to know it. Sometimes... That's in a prompting to do something. Turn down this road. Don't contact those people. Sometimes it's the right word at the right time. I'll never forget this day. I was walking in our coffee house area here. As I'm walking along, there's a young ministry couple sitting there. And all of a sudden, before I realized, the Spirit of God spoke to me and I just uttered exactly what He said. I looked at Him and I said, God said He's going to give you a car. And she teared up. She said, thank you, Pastor, for obeying God. She said, we, we're believing God that we won't need a co-signer. Nobody will give us a loan, but we need a car. We're believing God. And I said, before I realized, I said, God, I didn't say you were going to buy one. I said, God said he's going to give you a car. Then they looked at me like I was crazy. The next morning, we still had an aisle in our sanctuary here. I, for some reason, I was a little late headed in, and I was coming up the aisle, headed toward the pulpit. As I'm headed toward the pulpit, somebody reach out and, reaches out and grabs me as I'm going past. And I was like, whoa, what's, what's going on? And they said, Pastor, real quick, real quick before you go, you might need to announce this. I said, what, what's up? They said, Pastor, we bought a new car, and we've got one we want to give somebody. You see, when I left that conversation, I thought two things. Don, that sounds crazy, and now you have to buy them a car. As I started up that aisle, I knew something else. When the Holy Spirit speaks, He'll give you the right word at the right time, and then He is in charge of it. That story actually gets better. Because it had come through the church, it was a tax write-off for that family, I had to then have board approval, so I called that very day. I, call, I was calling our elders, and I called one that had missed church that morning, and I said, I said hey, uh, I need to talk with you real fast. Uh, 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 we, we, he said, wait, 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 before you tell me anything, Pastor. He said, wait, hold on just a second. He said, my wife and I, sorry we couldn't be there this morning, but we were having to pick up our new car, and we've got our old car that we want you to give somebody in the church. I said, really? And so I called that family up. I said, you remember what that word I gave you yesterday? Well, yeah, Pastor. I said, well, you don't only have one car to choose from. Now you have two. You get your choice of cars. Because when God's in control, God knows exactly 
what needs to be done. See, some of you need a word from God right now. You don't need a word from a pastor. I said you need a word from God. The Holy Spirit knows when you're weak. Am I, am I preaching truth today? And He knows what you need to hear. And He wants to speak directly to you. Sometimes it's an idea that comes out of nowhere that you can't believe you missed before. If you don't believe that, try losing your car keys. Search for them an hour, then pray about it. And you go, oh my gosh, that's where they are. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? Amen. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what you need. And it can be more important things than that. You see, these kinds of moments are just a prayer away. We all need the Holy Spirit's help no matter what we face. For example, if you need counseling, go ahead and set up a counseling appointment. And go to counseling. But you also need the great counselor to fill your life. See, the thing is, you can't attack heart problems head on. You have to attack them hard on. And the Holy Spirit wants to work inside of you to change who you are. He has the solution for every problem. He has the answer for every question. He has a breakthrough for every bondage. We need to stop standing on the mat alone. We need to stop trying. Because our tag team partner is reaching toward us. And we need to reach back to him. Pastor, how am I going to reach back to the Holy Spirit? How do I involve the Holy Spirit into my life? Well, let me just read to you this exactly. We need to stop fighting for God and we need to begin to pray, which invites God to fight for us. Holy Spirit, I can't make it on my own. We must learn to pray as if it depends on God and work as if it depends on us. Last, the end of last summer, I, I traveled to a nation to preach in one of the greatest churches, probably the most renowned church I had heard of in that nation. Thousands of people in the, in the building. It's in the middle of a voodoo stronghold. And as I came into that building on that first night, I, I felt like I was fighting hell itself. I preached my heart out. I gave it the best sermon I could give. I mean, I preached with everything in me. And they looked at me like I wasn't even there. I left that night feeling like an utter failure. Feeling like the enemy had won. The next morning, I woke up with a fresh view of what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. And you see, they didn't need a word from me. They needed a word from God. They, they didn't need uh, my message. They needed God's message. And I knew we were fighting a spiritual stronghold. And so that day, as I got in the car to do what had to be done, and we drove for hours that day, I, 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 just, I just prayed. I, I just kept my, my face forward and just, just began to pray in the power of the Spirit. As I began to pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, I, they, nobody around me really knew what they were like. What's wrong with him? Is he having a bad day? Uh, uh, Jimmy was with me. He's like, Pastor, are you upset? And we, they decided to go to lunch beside the beach. I stayed up in the building, just sought the Lord, seeking God, seeking God. We got back in the car. I'm still praying in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Nobody knows what's really going on, but I'm warring in my spirit. I'm warring because I realized something, that what we need is a move of God. I walked into that church that night, 
As I began to preach, the anointing of God began to fill that place. What had looked at me stone uh, cold, looked at me like, like, like there was nothing that I could have said to inspire them. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit began to, to manifest in that room, and the glory of God began to just move upon people's lives. And, and as I'm preaching this message, they're up on their feet. They're, they're crying out in victory over the bondages that, have, that have tried to hold them. They're, they're laying down the struggles. And, and literally, if you can only imagine a room not, not much larger than this with thousands and thousands of people people in that room and they're screaming at the top of their lung and you, lungs and I'm sure you can hear it for blocks as they're screaming victory victory as the presence of the Holy Spirit broke the bondage and set them free I've not been inviting you over these last few weeks. We didn't lay hands on people to see them fill with the Holy Spirit in this altar for them to stay bound. We are believing that God is going to set us all free if you have weaknesses, remember what the Word says as you stand with me today. And the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. You need a move of the Holy Spirit. You need to stop looking to this spot. You need to stop looking to these spots. And you need to remember what He showed us last week, that He fills the vacuum. And you need to throw up your hands. And you need to create an area in your life that says, Holy Spirit, I want You. I want You to pray in through me. I want to pray with You. I want You to be my tag team partner. Because some of you are on the mats. Some of you, they're already counting over you. You can hear it. They're already counting. And it's about to be over in this match. You need to reach out your hand to the fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. Would you bow your heads with me in this place? If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I want a move of God in my life like never before. Can I see your hand if that's you? Amen. Amen. Father, my hand is up with these. My hands are up with these. We're asking for a move of your Holy Spirit like never before. Lord, we watched in this place last week as you, as you feel people with the power of your Spirit. God, I, but I'm asking you today that right now, right where we are, that, that present imperative verb will come into place. That we will be filled, continuously filled with the power of your Spirit. That we won't fight on our own. That we won't, we won't struggle on our own. That the help and our weakness of the Spirit of God will come within us. Change who we are. Lord, these that are with me this morning need to know when you've spoken to them, when you've guided their footsteps, when you've led them. Lord, there's some that need right relationships. They're waiting right now for the right relationships. Holy Spirit, guide them. Protect them from harm. Break off every bondage of the enemy and let liberty come. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. your hands down for just a moment. If you're here and you say, Pastor Don, I feel like I'm at that spot where I'm a, it's about to be the end of this match and I, I just don't want to give up and I want to reach out for the Holy Spirit. If that's you, can I see your hand? I want to pray over that situation. You're not going under. You're going to go through by the blood of the Lamb. You're not done. I pray for a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. My God, my God, my God. A fresh move of the presence of God to flood the lives of each one of these. In Jesus' name. Why don't you just join hands with somebody near you? You may be, you may be right beside someone who, who's needing this prayer. Father God, right now, we agree together. We agree together by the power of your Holy Spirit. We agree in Jesus' name by the power of God.
that they will find the strength that comes when they invite the Holy Spirit to take over this battle. For the battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. For it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. In Jesus' name. With every head bowed for a moment, where I just I want to give an opportunity because it's who we are as a church. If you're here today and you say, Pastor Don, I need God to move in my life, but I need to know that I'm serving Jesus. I want to know Christ as my Savior. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, and today you want to surrender to the Holy Spirit that's drawing you now, this is your moment. This is your time. If that's you, would you just raise your hand right where you are, and I want to pray with you that you might find Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. In Jesus' name. Is there anyone at all in this service? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you give God some praise for the power of the Holy Spirit this morning? That's today's word from Pastor Don Allen to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him all over again, and live out your destiny now. To learn more about our pastor and the ministry of the church at War Hill, join us online at warhill.com. Then join us in worship at one of our North Georgia locations. Service times are Sundays at 8.15, 9.30, and 11 a.m., where you will find real love now.